You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Welcome, guys, again to another episode of Free Your Mind. I'm with Maya. And before Maya speaks, she's not she's not in a good mood, but <laughs> she's not in a good mood, you know. But you know, Charlie, for our listeners who didn't know, you know, for the whole season, Maya has been on and off, and it's really been because she's been preparing for her bar exams. And good news, good news. Just in the past week, she got called to the Ghanaian bar. So, Charlie, congrats to Maya. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, so that's what she's been up to. And the whole DCL team and Free Your Mind is actually very proud of her. Kudos to you. It's not been easy. And I mean, media, I know because you've been talking to me about like, trying to get prepared and how you had to stay away from social media and everything. But how has it been? How has it been so far? Like the preparation towards it, like getting it, how, how does it feel? How does it feel like? I don't have any feeling. I think like, I think for a lot of people, I think for a lot of people, they tend to celebrate it because like they had a break and then like maybe now they're going back into work. But I think I spoke to Kuma about this. I never had a break after my exam. I literally just started working. So, like, I can't even catch my breath to, like, enjoy the fact that I've been called. Like, it's just, like, back to work, back to, in quote, factory setting. And I think that's one mistake I did make, which, like, I'll talk to, like, I'll tell everybody, which is, like, after you finish, like, school or whatever, like, have a break. I know there's the rush to, in quotes, um, what's the name, start, like, you know, your life or start, mm-hmm. like, things. But I think, like... If I had taken a break, if I had like allowed myself to catch my breath, I would have like enjoyed maybe my call and then maybe enjoyed even starting work because like there was right. something to look forward to. Yeah, I just think right. it's a whole rush. And mm-hmm. I was talking to mm-hmm. somebody over like like today. I just think it's a whole rush of like everybody wanting to do well and succeed. So you don't want to like slow down and not let like time like pass you by basically. So yeah. It's just like a weird thing. Like I haven't had the t- chance to enjoy it. But I didn't even think I was going to pass. I was telling Kumo, you Kumo has started this whole positive affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Right. That's right. Not crazy. Anyway, it's just crazy, but yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, Charlie. I mean you I remember when you called me and you were telling me that oh like the results are supposed to come out this Friday and it's not out. And yeah. like, you're scared. And I was like, ah, why, why are you scared? <laughs> By the way, she's been called to two jurisdictions, if that's the right word I'm using. She's been called yeah. to the bar of England and Wales. Yeah. And the Ghana bar. <laughs> See, and it's not small. Our co-host is not a small woman over here. <laughs> but let's talk about the Ghana bar small for some few minutes. 
actually <laughs> wait before even you go to that how did you feel on that day were you overwhelmed was it surreal for you i just wanted did it you to have... be over with wow come but you were there like i was tired <laughs> i was tired and i think like push like i think people who follow me on instagram will be shocked from to hear this but i actually detest taking pictures like i detest it and i mean i felt the same way like with like my call in the uk and my call in ghana like after after 30 minutes we have to stop taking the pictures like my smile becomes tired like the attention right. on me just gets a lot <laughs> so i was like really tired like right. my plan was literally to get my certificate go home and sleep but obviously my parents had other plans right. so <laughs> so yeah right. i think for me right. like right i think i just hate like graduations and marking like that opportunity because of all the attention it comes to like from taking pictures to like smiling with like family members and you know things like that like it's just a lot smiling with people it's just a lot like i appreciate it and all like i think i may sound a little bit angry for me appreciate it but it's just a lot of attention on that day and even right so i didn't even take like my photographs that a lot of people take like you know i've been called and stuff like that so i had one other photographer come in yesterday and when he was taking the pictures like after 30 minutes like i actually told him that hey so like weddings how long does it take to like get all those things and he was like minimum of two hours i said about two hours like that's crazy that's that's a lot of attention uh, right and a lot of right. smiling let's smile uh-uh. you can't do that <laughs> at all at all at all yeah charlie i was there drawing i know i know what you're talking about because i was there during your call and i saw the whole stress and how you wanted to get home but you couldn't get home but charlie all comes with these things you know african families like charlie, you? you can't run away from some of these things <laughs> you can't you literally can't run away from some of these things because like charlie it, it just comes with it and you have to deal you, you have kind of like have to deal with with it and yeah. know how to manage it it's like your win is the whole extended family's win or the yeah. whole nuclear family's win so yeah. like you can't be selfish yeah you can't be selfish and say i'm not going for graduation or i'm not going to i'm, I'm just going and coming home like your dad will be yeah. like hey after these goofies i've paid and all of that right <laughs> but yeah 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 it was a good day charlie congrats again we are proud of you you know you do thank big you, things thank you um the real thing about success is when you achieve I, I know I'm my sound philosophical and but the, it's something I've realized. The thing about success is that when you achieve like one thing, there are like next challenges. Like there's yeah. always a new challenge. Like you you'll be shocked, like there's always a new challenge. Because like right now you are done with your your law school. Somebody say, Okay, yeah. I'm a lawyer, what's next? Then now you are going to pupillage. Like during yeah. the week I saw you tweet about how like you can't feel now because like this people thing is looking like it's stressing you and all of that and yeah. i'm like yeah like that's how it is there's always like a new challenge every time you feel like you've reached the mount everest of success yeah. and I, I guess it's a thing with human beings right but anyway yeah that's my two my two cds for being philosophical throughout the year yeah. let's just go straight into what be your mind still talking about law i'm not going to talk about it so much because i feel like me and you always in the episode have had some kind of conversation about like ghana law school and the whole stress and all of that yeah but then this 
this year the i think whilst you guys were graduating they were taking new people in right and yeah. it looks like this year 790 out of 2000 and what was that what was that number 2000 and 2824 made it to the law school and it's a significant dip as opposed to like last year when it was in the thousands yeah i think a lot of people are talking about it i don't know yeah. since you are in there like you, you just graduated and everything like what has been the atmosphere in in in, in, in at Makola with with this kind of intake are people I trying mean, to protest or i mean we had like uh, i went to school and like a uh, src president had like a proper press conference like come out in your video like he actually invited like the Ghanaian like press to come just so that they could let the, the SRC could let the Canadian press know that they stand with their 499 students who like were supposed to have been taken in and were not taken in. So I think like people are like like outraged at like what's going on. But what people what not what people forget, but what I think the school should do, which they tend not to do because I think they want to put out like a perception of being like a strong school and a strong like infrastructure is that they don't want to let people know look the reason why we can't take people in is because like we don't have space right that's the thing i think that's like that's the reason for the dip in this year because as much as um as much as the what's the name um a lot of people were like taken last year what mm-hmm. they don't know is like there was a lot of like burden on like the resources so right. people don't like teaching at like makola because like of the way the institution is so -hmm. because of that they they have access to less teachers so when they took the thousand whatever the thousand i remember last year yeah it was a thousand they developed a three-track system across i think the the different campuses and what 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 a lot of teachers tend to complain about so the three track was like monday tuesday you have track one wednesday thursday you have track two and friday saturday you have track three but the unfortunate thing for like all the teachers is that the same thing you're teaching track one on Monday and Tuesday is the same thing you're teaching track two on Wednesday and Thursday and the same thing you're teaching track three on Friday and Saturday. Wow. So for teachers, it starts to get tiring, even though they are mm-hmm. paid for it, it starts to get tiring because like, where's right. the challenge in my job? Like, where is like the, you know, the... It's, it's monotonous. It's monotonous. Exactly. There's, there's yeah, no, there's there's no, no variety. Change. Right, right. Exactly. So I think teachers were complaining. That was on one side. The other side is that like during COVID and everything, having three tracks, at least on the main campus, was like a lot. <laughs> and now that we are going into like these track, these like first years are now going into second year. Like we are all thinking about it. There's no space. Like even the first years going to second years, there's no space. Because on main mm-hmm. campus, like the the class that is available to sit the second years actually sits seventy five students. Mm-hmm. So this is as compared to like the track ones who are over 120, I think, in a class. How are they going to fit into the 75, you know, seated class as wow. compared to, um, again, we have post scholars, which is what I did, which is like a different 
section which also is taking in like large numbers as well like there's no space infrastructure wise like this like they're really suffering so i can't understand why they would not want to take as many this year mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. be honest about it like but right. the whole problem is i don't think they are trying to be honest about right. anything they just want to look like a strong thing because mm-hmm. really truly everybody who is in law school will tell you that there's no space there's no space my class they claim we were doing social distancing but like i could touch the person next to me <laughs> like i was so close to the person next to me and this right. was a class of like 75 so <sighs> it's just it's just madness how like it's all going to like work out i just right. think for the legal fraternity the legal education in ghana there needs to be some sort of a radical change and that's mm-hmm. only going to come when like someone who is not heavily influenced by politics is in the position to do that but really truly when is that ever going to happen because with True. politicians you scratch my back i scratch yours yeah and that's why like i think people like i don't have hope and there's not being like like a debbie downer or whatever it's just the way it is like we know how politics is because really truly the best person to have helped change the system is the president who is a lawyer himself but mm-hmm. there's nothing going on do you understand right, right. the attorney general is a lawyer himself who is also the minister of justice he's not doing anything so right like when is it ever going to change, going to change. If, they, if they are like you know if they see what's going on but they're not doing anything like when is it ever going to change wow yeah. i think that this is like a new dimension you give and yeah. it's interesting because like with my little experience with you even going to law school and the information you give me like these people are taking a lot of money yeah, and I, do. I, and i don't think all of this money goes into like expenditure so yeah. what are they using the rest of the money for like they, they should you know they should invest it into like um you know one time <laughs> one time somebody said something one time we had a conversation with the attorney general and like a few of the teachers and we're talking about Mm. how it's crazy that like they are being paid this much but the infrastructure is like it's not correlating but what we advise is that like some of the monies that they get to like run the school which again i can i can see it's like buying toilet paper for like over 200 students is not a small joke paying people like you know it's not a small joke Mm -hmm. but then we also have the other aspect of things where it's like they are also paid from the consolidated fund and we know how right. bureaucracy is in ghana right like where where are they going to get like it takes like a lot of processes before they get like approved i think for me it's just the law school has its own struggles which i agree with a lot of people but i think it's also coming from like the government as well because if mm-hmm. there's like a good structure like everything will be fine like me too i'm part of the people that ask him like hey, why are you using the money for but i remember again they telling us about you know the struggles when it came to like the consolidated fund and this is not this is not foreign because we all know people who have um, retired and are supposed to be paid on like they are from the consolidated fund they mm-hmm. keep on complaining about how it takes like two months three months before they even get the one that was due like in january if that makes sense yeah backdated, so backdated just, payments exactly so we just imagine an infrastructure who is like depending on you know the consolidated fund so that's the thing right 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 <sighs> yeah. charlie sometimes i feel bad for 
it feels it feels somewhere especially with the kind of profession i find myself in which is the complete 180 to the profession you find yourself in mine is more about inclusivity and um open open openness and more learning and it's very open to like taking people and you have a lot of people like learning and coming into um, software engineering from like accounting background from like civil engineering background and it's very accepting of them and like your profession is like the complete 180 it's wild yeah it's really wild it's really wild but yeah before we end the segment though i would want to drop some few facts from this account dennis law ghana um kind of like to expand on how wild the situation is so there's one fact that they drop which is a demographic saying that as at june 2021 there were 3213 lawyers in the whole country and out of this number 78.9 percent were concentrated in accra <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> the the least the least place that um they were concentrated zero point one two were concentrated in the upper west, followed by zero point five in Volta and zero point six in the northern region. <sighs> so a country of thirty million people have actively as of twenty twenty one June three thousand. 213 yes. lawyers this is like one lawyer to 30,000 people or 10,000 or something that's a lot yes. right this also places you in a very special category i think that's also part of the reason why the people up there don't want to allow the openness because if you, you are in a profession that gives you opportunity to attend to 10,000 people who are at your mercy yes. for for law services then charlie you you really have the upper hand yeah. so so again i i don't really blame the impaying for for behaving like that because if you have this kind kind of access i don't know if your greedy self will allow you to leave <laughs> to leave it but yeah the other facts too is which i found very wild was that i think you people had some law conference in bogatanga or sunyani or something yeah boga boga right and the news page that i saw is that Ghana has produced 7,867 lawyers since 1877. Mm. But obviously, I think I think the thing is, as much as like statistics are there, let's, let's just think of the fact that back then, things were not the same as it is now. Right, so let's, look at it with that, let's look at it with that eye. Yeah. And people forget that like chiefs used to be like, chiefs and family members used to be like our main source of like oh. like dispute resolution back then right, as compared right. to now yeah and the whole concept of but yeah it's just it's but yeah just, i agree i agree i agree i agree i agree with with and, and again it's a statistic so there's like margin of errors and sample issues yeah. and i think that's what that's some of it that you bring in because from 1877 is like a hundred plus um 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 yes i think it's like 122 something years ago so these these things which are like margin of errors are are also accepted but then it means that there's like 
produce every year produce like 55 lawyers for a hundred plus years every year yeah <laughs> that's crazy man again i think that i'm just stating these facts to, to 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 just to put the points across that i mean if i was in a law school probably these statistics would scare me but then again i'm not in the law school so i cannot really tell yeah. but then sitting from the outside like these statistics kind of like are very scary and but then yeah Charlie, you people are in the profession and you find yourself in a profession and yeah. I, I cannot claim to be that i know whatever is <laughs> i know whatever is happening in the profession i mean you've explained some yeah. of them to us that there's so much bureaucracy and everything but i think that openness is going to help and i've said it so many times we've said it i i think even your first episode with free of mind was about law education it's it's actually very ironic that, yeah, yeah. yeah that we are still talking about this but anyway charlie open the legal education for the people yeah let's round up the episode with our black star segment right so our black star of this episode um actually our blasters are the 15 legal and academic minds that have come together to submit a memorandum opposing the anti-LGBT um, legislation um, yeah. by Sam George and the others, um, yeah. especially Professor Gajepo, who had an interview this week. Oh that... my goodness, I met her daughter today, though. Right, right, yeah. right. Shout out to her mom, man. Um, the interview brought to light a very conscious conversation that I think we've been meaning to have on national TV a lot of the conscious conversations always goes on on social media and I feel like it's such a small box um, of exposure but then for her to have that kind of um, interview on TV and to sensitize the guy I I know we ended up trolling the guy and all of that, but I'm being serious. It's not about who won or who didn't win. Um, to be honest, I think that um, Umar Rusanda would look back and then correct his mistakes. These things happen as um, a journalist. Um, yeah. But then again, the the bits I would take and the reason why I say she's our black star of this episode is that she made a conscious effort to educate people about what yeah. we are actually getting from the bill over here. And I like the, yeah. the points she made. Um, again, she the fact that you are supporting a group of people doesn't mean you are you are you are part of them or you are doing what yeah. they do. You don't have to belong to some people to say, look, this is not right or this is wrong. Yeah. And she 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 did a good job of explaining some of the things that um the other proponents of the bill have been parading around and been mis- miseducating people of so yeah. yeah so shout out to prof Gadepo. if you've listened to our episode i went on a long rant about this bill and exactly what i went on a rant on is what these people are saying it goes yeah. against the fundamental human rights of the Ghanaian. so yeah shout out yeah. to academia black stars of our episode for doing this did you did you get to watch did you get to watch umaru's um... i just i just watched like snippets which um (laughs) i think that's i think the thing is guys i don't have time anymore to like live my life or even like 
Loyal one, loyal one. <laughs> Please, I'm just somebody to be like, I've never seen any, I've never seen anything yet. But yeah, I think for me, the thing is, again, I've always said this, like, traditional media has been tainted like a lot like it's been tainted with a lot of like misinformation and miseducation right so i've always like proposed like other alternative forms of like media like podcasting youtube and stuff like that right. so it's nice to see that like i'm even surprised that there was like a discourse like this mm-hmm. available because let's not lie since like we since the whole lgbt thing has come there hasn't been like a popular like you know um a popular like maybe interview or something like that that would look at the other side there's always right. been the the you know the less band the lgbt you know right. sorry, less band the lgbtq there's never mm-hmm. been the other side right so for me to see that was like really exciting for me because mm-hmm. it's just like you from like this was like things are going on yeah 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 and and yeah. and for people of 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 their age and it's not only them you realize that there was a wave of people throughout the week who were not particularly part of the 15 people that presented a bill coming on radio yeah. and speaking against this again this is a topic i've said we've said so much about if you listen to our episodes i went on a rant i was insulting everybody because then my heart come <laughs> but <laughs> yeah shout out to professor gajepo Omaru was saying that pan pansexual means you have sex with bread and it's it was crazy. Has a plus at the end, and we have been told that that plus means it's ready and willing to incorporate a lot of other girls. I have listening to uh, sorry, I've listened to a lawyer um, who is supporting this particular bill. He that's his name. He has defined LGBTQI plus to include a lot of groups, including what he calls pansexual. He says pansexual means having sex with inanimate objects, including a loaf of bread. Now that cannot be consensual sex if take, it's going to happen. Take a very deep breath, Omaro, because this is almost laughable to me. Take a deep breath mm-hmm. and think to yourself. How, how do you do this? Can you not read? Anyway, right. So, yeah, um, I guess this was a short discussion. Um, there's a lot of things going on, but Charlie, we can't come, we can't come and put bad news in, in our good news, please. We have a, a yeah. new Esquire in the building. Ah, oh, come on, dead. We have a new Esquire in the building. You know, she's like two weeks two weeks bar two weeks bar anniversary so yeah we are not about <laughs> look we have to do one year bar anniversary please yeah, one, one year one year bar anniversary but i know you're like two weeks so we are not about to put bad news in already uh, uh, your good news please marinate it enjoy yeah. it yes be, 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 now people should be actually i shouldn't even be calling you my i have to be introducing yeah. this thing we have to find a new intro next season yeah. you know i'm yeah. i'm como i'm with your favorite esquire <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're me. oh my god yeah so yeah we've come to the end of the episode it was good having maya 
um congrats again from the whole team congrats to me as for me they i'll kill your ears with congratulations you know this yeah. already <laughs> so we'll catch you guys next two weeks it's Komo and maya bye guys bye this has been a gold coast reports production catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com Who be you go where you ask? Again, again, man, blow. It's to the head, they do. Okay, 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 ok